And hello. We are live. Are you ready for the summer? Are you ready for the good times? Um, that is the question. Uh, I was thinking about that movie. Uh, oh, Meatballs. Mr. Bill Murray. And that fun chant. Are you ready for the summer? Are you ready for the good times? Good times. Uh, you know, I missed watching the traditional summer movie Caddyshack. I should have started watching that a couple months ago. Now summer's just almost over. My summer's actually just begun, really. I'm a late bloomer. I've always been a late bloomer. Uh, almost with everything. School. Uh, yeah, just late bloomer all over the place. But, you know, and there's my patented sigh. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's the last day of August. It's the last day of August, and it, time's moving fast. I wanted to make sure I got uh, I got another one in. I got got a live one in. I'm going to be having a special guest on today, Mr. Daniel Wilson. Um, he should be jumping on here any minute. Let's see if I can get the uh, the share button going here. Let's see here. And, yeah, so just wanted to get one more in. I hope you all enjoyed the late night with uh, with Hambo the other night. Um, here we go. We got Daniel coming in any, any second here. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a thoughtful, thoughtful podcast I did the other night. And we'll discuss a little bit more about that as soon as uh, we get Daniel on. And let's see. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, okay. But anyway, tonight we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, probably talk about working out a little bit. Other topics, uh, looking at paranormal, as always. Uh, Daniel and I like to give each other the paranormal updates, paranormal high fives. And what else, what else, what else? Oh, yeah, kind of this will be an extension of what I was talking about last night um doing projects with your hands so those are the possible things to talk about here tonight and uh looking forward to it i want to thank you guys for listening and staying uh staying listeners i know sometimes the numbers get a little lean uh i've been in the single digits lately but that's okay it's all right it's uh you know, 
it's about it's about more than that. It's about getting getting uh, my my stuff out of my system that I need to get off my chest. You know, I try to keep it entertaining. I try to keep it something to listen to it. You know, you can put me on in the background. I don't mind. I can be a background player once in a while. But, uh, yeah, it's I've been doing some movie reviews. I did The Green Knight, which, uh, you know, the more I think about it, the more I enjoyed that movie. And uh, it's nice seeing a, a movie that's kind of off the beaten path there. So um, another one ooh, that I want to do. It's one called The Lighthouse. Um, that's a, that's that was an interesting film, very interesting, black, shot in black and white, and uh, yeah, with Mister. Uh, who's that guy? That guy that said, "Ah, oh, can't think of his name." Isn't that terrible? But. Uh, It's it's definitely a, a call back to psychological horror. And all right, I think we have somebody in here. Hello. There we go. Oh good. You can hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, I was a bit confused there. Yeah, what happened? I thought I hit call. I said, I thought I pushed the call symbol and it said, hang up. But I was talking and I don't think my name, my face didn't pop up as caller one on the app. Right. But now it did. Yeah. Yeah, because it said, uh, you know, Daniel Wilson 2201 has joined. For, that was like three or four minutes ago. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe you're free. Yeah, I was just getting some last minute things done before uh, I called. Okay. I was li- I was listening to your intro. Okay. All right. Good. Good. I was good. So it's smooth, smooth, <laughs> smooth as always. Uh, yes, sir. So, um, what's new? What's shaking? Uh, I had a week. Up north with the fam. Nice. And this is my first week back, back to the grind. Nice. And that's basically what I've been doing the past couple days. I guess I could just say that the week up north was great. It's a resort I go to every year with my mom's side of the family. It's like 40 people. Okay. Um. And everyone rents a cabin. I think we had 13 cabins. Wow. Party. Yeah. It's a lot. How close are these cabins? Uh, I mean, it's a big resort. So not, you know, there's groups. There's like the older cabins. And then they built a bunch of new ones. So the, the older ones mm-hmm. were built in like 1915. And okay. They're in a row. And they're right on the lake. Um, nice. Then there's a few other ones scattered around the resort. I'd say, imagine, a, I don't know, a 20-acre property. And the cabins are kind of scattered all around. 
they maximize the lakefront. So most, you know, I think the first ones were all built on the lake. And then since they ran out of lakefront, they started building uh, cabins kind of scattered around the back of the resort. Okay. If that makes sense. If, if that, does that create a visual? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but unless you saw it, you know, you wouldn't, it's, it's a very specific property. And if you saw it, you would know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I, I understand it visually enough in my head, you know, to where I can, uh, I can kind of get the layout a little bit or some kind of layout. Um, yes. That's cool though. That's, uh, that's a good little getaway. I mean, uh, I think I've talked about that before. Everybody needs, if you can do it, a getaway back to nature or um, where you're kind of away from the traffic noise and you can either focus on stuff that you want to do or just relax. You know, even if you got to pay the money, it's, it's worth it, you know, just for that mental uh, breathing. But, you know, uh, but you still, what, 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 what activities did you do uh, specifically? Well, it's a good swimming lake. They have a dock. They have a bunch of docks, actually. They have a main dock, though, and then a floating trampoline and a big inflatable slide that's probably 12 to 15 feet high. It's got, like, wow. five big steps you walk up, and then you can slide down. Yeah. But they basically now everyone doesn't know. how. I, I didn't see anyone slide down. Everyone just jumps off the side. That's what the fun thing to do is <laughs> jump off the side. It's like a 12 to 15 foot jump. Wow. Um, Very nice. <laughs> so a lot of swimming. We all eat together. They have a covered pavilion. So it's not a porch because there's no screens, but um, it's covered. It's covered. So... It's out of the sun and okay. we all eat together. Everyone, it's a potluck pretty much. Everyone makes something and then we all come together and everyone eats in the pavilion. Uh, we played a lot of bocce ball. We play, I set up my slack line. I read, I just hung out. I went for a run, a lot of swimming, hanging out with the kids. Cause there's now there's like, it, it I grew up going with my cousins. It's the aunts and uncles. So my okay. aunts and uncles are that are they still go. Their kids who are adults now and they all have kids. Right. So like I grew up going there with my cousins and I had a bunch of cousins around my age. So we grew up going to this place as little kids, like you know, one years old. Um, and now they all have children that are like you know one to twelve years old. So yeah, it's it's just kind of fun. Uh, you know, there's a lot of boys and they like to wrestle and, you know, cause trouble and play pranks and they're always messing with me. So I try to, I try to take it to the boundary. I try to punish them within the limits. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw, throw them off the slide, hang them upside down, <laughs> stuff like that. Wrestle them. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, it, it's, it, it, yeah, it, it's the thing about getting older. It's like the people, you know, you know, family or cousins, 
or what have you, you know, they, they get their, get their marriage on, they get their kids on and, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of a, it's a, it's a different, it's a different thing to come to terms with. Uh, you know, it's not that it's heavy, but I guess it's the way you look at it. You know, it's just time right. has moved on, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, time, time flies and, I mean, I can't say it seems like yesterday because we were watching old videos from 25 years ago when we were up at that resort. Yeah. And it's like I, I barely remember it, but, you know, now we're here. It's 25 years later. Yeah. And it, ultimately, it just makes me think, like, what the, what the hell did I do with my time? <laughs> and uh, I feel now more than ever – uh, like this urgency to yeah. do something that I want to do yeah. um, and be more intense about in my daily practices and getting yeah. into a new field that I truly enjoy. Yeah. And I know you're into this, all this talk, you know, you. For sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. You're one person I, I can talk to about it. Well, it's like, it's like no matter how much you, I think you try to hold on, I think even if say you're doing the the perfect thing, you know what you're meant to do here on Earth, and, um, you would probably still it would feel like you you just it's just not enough. Like it's never enough time. Like it's, you're always trying to hold on to it, and and your grasp and your grasp, you know, and it just goes. And it's just yeah. always. I think it's you know what it is. I think part of it is expectations but there's oh, so many options i think that we have as people it's just things just like this, uh, this before uh the beer bug and the whole lockdown scenario i was feeling it was coming to a head like so many things that you could be doing <laughs> there's this pressure and urgency it's like you could be going to this concert you could be doing that it is like there's so many damn options of what you could be doing with your life that's either enjoyable or networking or some combo. It was overwhelming. And I think it's just building up and building and building and building. And it's just, I think that's, to me, that's part of it. It's like, oh, there's so many different avenues I could have gone down. Should I have taken that, you know, gone down that path or that path or this person or that group of friends? It's yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's like you kind of have to have your, you got to have your plan, and you have to kind of stick to it as best you can. Um, try not to deviate. If you deviate, know that you are deviating a little bit, and but just try to get back on track, you know, and write down those goal lists. And I mean, man, I don't know. Some people get lucky breaks, or some people meet the right people, and um. But I, I can't say, I, I, you know, I haven't, I don't, I, although it's hard to get out of life without having any regrets. I, I have to say that at least I've, I tried in a lot of areas of my life so far, you know, and hopefully yeah. I've learned through the failures, you know. Does that make sense or you see it differently? It, it makes sense. Um What's your the one on thing it? it totally makes sense. My take on it is, I would just add to that is, I had this battle I have with myself 
And, you know, I just want to say before I get into this, but the battle I have with myself, uh, you told me to do a five minute podcast for D-Don.Live just because <laughs> I haven't done one yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really should have. That, that was pure resistance to why I haven't. Um, but my point is that now I'm going to give you what I would talk about. Okay. This I, is you know, you know I don't mean, I, I was thinking about that. Like maybe I shouldn't. No, push you can. Here, no, 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 no. I, I, I did not look at that at all. Like, you know, like, mind come on, your business. do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to feel like that. You know, I'm just, yeah. uh, what we're dealing with here is a listener right. telling me to make an episode because they want to hear my episode. I, I'm hoping that's what you mean. Yeah, and yeah. I'm exactly. Not, you know, so I'm never going to tell the de- people, the, you know, consumers, you know, uh, no, uh, you shouldn't say that. Right. I like hearing that. Yeah. In fact, oftentimes when I make an episode after a break, it's because someone's like, where's the episode? So I'll, I'll make one, you know, because I've gotten out of that daily habit. I had this podcast 365. I wanted to make a shirt that said, do it every day. And it was an apple. Uh-huh. You know, Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Right. Do it every, yeah. do it every day. Right. And that's, it's my, then the subtitle is 365 days of podcasting where you record every day just to create that habit and become really strong after doing it yeah. all day, every, every day of the year. That's Anyways, hardcore. this battle, this battle I'm having with myself is that you're walking this fine line because you you go back for me uh about six years ago right it, it, it was like my low point in life one of my low points not health wise but career wise i i didn't have a job i, I had no money i was traveling and i ran out of money and it was just kind of a low point, you know? Yeah. And it, and I'd have, yeah. It was the yeah. only time I'd lose sleep was because I would owe money, but I had no money. So I, it was just, it's not a fun feeling because you I can't know. I've track. been there. You I can't, definitely know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've had the deep conversation cut. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Go on. So it's this situation where it's like nothing worse I, that I've experienced overall. You know, other than a rash that takes over your whole body or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some physical, crazy, yeah. urgent thing. Sure. No worse feeling than being broke with bills to pay. It's a shitty feeling. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, you know, being behind. It's demoralizing. Rent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to focus on anything else. Uh uh, whether that's a uh, you know a harmless video game or a project that you want to get done, uh, you know, record a podcast. It's like there's always that pressure. It's like, okay, how am I going to get this particular job or a job to get the money? How am I going to get you know? How am I going to eat? Am I going to be enough? I'm, can I pay this bill? You know, can I talk to the creditor and have them reduce the, you know, reduce the monthly payments? Yada, yada. Yep. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Red yeah. zone sucks. Being in the red sucks. Yeah. 
Now, with that said, that does suck. That's a real thing. Yep. Um, but you have to, you have to compare that to, okay. Now you find a job. It pays you enough money where you no longer worry like you did before when you were, you know, in the red zone. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting any fulfillment here. You're not reaching <laughs> yeah. that that Maslow's hierarchy of need, the self actualization. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not you're not anywhere near that. In fact, and it's time is going on and you're getting older, you're getting more gray hairs mm-hmm. and you look back at the last, you know, this guy I follow, he said, if you don't remember the last three years, if it's just a blah to you, yeah, you're probably not doing the right thing. Yeah. Because when you're doing what you love, you, it slows time down and, and you're thinking about it so intensely that you will definitely remember the last three years as amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say I've ever, ex- I've never, I've ne- I've had amazing experiences for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But, but I, I'm mo- year, the though, majority of my life. Yeah. What? Have you had an amazing year, though? Can you look back and say, that was an amazing year? No. No. <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean. I don't mean to laugh. Like, I'm not trying to laugh at you. I'm just saying. No, I know. I know. It's interesting. I know. There's not a, it's. I can say, like, for me, 2020 was a good year. I know that's, it was terrible for a lot of people. I had my, my, I've had my terrible years, and 2020 was the best year, uh, financially I've ever had by, by far. And still, still, no Maslow's hierarchy of need self actualization. I mean, a little bit of like, okay, I can do it. Yeah. Okay, I can do it. But then immediately my brain says, yeah, but you weren't doing what you love. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so then you got to say to yourself, okay, well, what's the plan? What's the phase transition? Yeah. How is it going to happen? Where, what steps are you going to do? To have the full good, to have a whole year where you say it was a great year. Yeah. Like a truly great, when I say truly great year, I mean is like all 12 months, you're doing something where you, you're, you love it. You're in a flow state. Yeah. You wouldn't, you'd, you wouldn't be anywhere else. You're, you're surprising yourself with how awesome of a situation you put yourself in, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a truly, you hear about these gurus that, you know, like just, they made it. They, they made $10 million, right? They could retire $10 million and they buy a yacht or a boat and they sail for a year in the Caribbean. Now, to me, that might, you know, and those same people, I'm using a specific person I know of, they got bored with it. But just being able to travel and explore for a full year without worrying about bills, like that, to me, 
would be getting closer to uh, having a truly good year. Yeah. Not a good, not a good financial year because that's it. You're still a slave to what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyways, my point is, is like knowing that it's possible to get into that rut, the red zone where you're losing sleep, thinking about money and saving up some money, getting to a point where you got some money in the bag. Yep. Where you could support yourself uh, without a job for a little while. What, and then, you know, what is the point where you say, okay, logically I could support myself for a while. When do I want to make the leap and say, I'm going to trust the universe because I trusted the universe before and it put me in the red zone, but I had no nest egg. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess my the exact question I have is how much of a nest egg do you need before you make some sort of crazy leap and just say, I'm going to trust the universe. Yeah. If I dedicate myself to this thing. Uh, the universe synchronicities will happen and the right people will show up in my life at the right time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I believe those exist. I believe that, the law of attraction is probably a real thing. I believe synchronicities happen all the time. I, I mean, ultimately, I believe we're in some sort of holographic reality, maybe a simulation. I, I don't know what it is. You know, mm -hmm. I don't. No one does. But um, so that's that's the internal battle. The internal battle is when when can you take the leap and when do you make the decision? What indicators are you looking for to make the decision to f close your eyes and fall backwards and believe that there, the universe will catch you? Yeah. So that's what I've been struggling with lately. If, if, uh, does that make sense? Oh, it totally does. It totally does. Um, do you mind if I chip in? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Do it. I've, I'm at a similar similar crossroads with uh, as being like an indie guy, you know, uh, indie, you know, film director, indie comic book creator. Uh, um, there's uh, this this successful indie comic book creator, Ethan Van uh, Skyver. Uh, he does. He used to work for DC Comics. Uh, he he doesn't work for him anymore because people ousted him because of his politics or whatever. But he is, he raises uh, on Kickstarter or Indiegogo his comic book. And he raises like, I think like a, a million or two to churn out, you know, a graphic novel. And I'm, you know, I'm about to send him, you know, just a, an inquiry, you know, like, how do you, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I didn't work for DC. <laughs> I don't have that following. <laughs> but how do you do it? How do you do it to where, because comics take so much time to do, to finish. You know, how do you do it with without going totally broke? You know, uh, say I quit, quit my job and just focus on the comic. Well, indie comics is so hard to make a profit. And the, the little that you do, it just kind of pays for 
uh, say like a booth that you set up at a show and you break even, but um, a lot of it's just getting your, getting the comic into people's hands to get familiar enough with you. And it's like, when is the point where it's like, okay, I, I got, I quit my job. I got X amount saved up. Let me take a risk and just concentrate on churning out some comics for a year or two, you know, yeah. and, and see if I can make a name for myself and sustain myself on a following. And, uh, and hey, can I just cut in? You have to do that because because right now, if you're giving your full-time energy to a job, that means you're not giving it to this potential that you have to make Right. Money. Yeah. You have full potential. You have – you don't actualize it because mm-hmm. you're, you're giving all loose away. Anyway, sorry. I mean to no, that's, want to make that's, a point. Yeah, go ahead. Really, it it's not a cop out to you know because some people will be like, well, and then do it on the side until you make it. I'm like, well, you're, you might never make it because you're not giving sufficient time, yeah, and effort to it to to reach mastery. Right. In anyways, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, that and that is the real struggle. Like I've asked myself the question of like, you know, if I get another job. Right. That's basically doing what I've been doing the last, you know, uh, uh, 25 years of my working life. Um, mm-hmm. Has that gotten me anywhere significant? Um, now, they've been good experiences here and there. Some have been bad, but I've learned from them and I've used some things, you know, from from people. Some, there's been some social things I've learned. And yeah. um and a lot of it has, you know, some people I've met have, has have inspired me to, you know, uh, have inspired the work. So I, I can't consider it, consider it wasted, but it hasn't necessarily put me in the zone I need to be to sustain myself as a comic book, you know, creator, artist. And it's like, it might, it, you know, you're doing the same thing, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over that doesn't work. You know, and yes. now, now granted, I'm I'm a little bit wiser with the money. I'm learning about investments and, you know, you know, stocks and ETFs. But it's like, you know, it's it's just one of those things. How many things I can't specialize in, know, you know, everything I have to kind of, you know, pick up, you know, a path or two and, and laser like focus on that. Uh, focus on the few, not the many. And uh yeah, because it's like that's what am I? It's kind of like uh, am I, say something happens with my car. Am I going to learn how to be a mechanic to fix my car? It's like <laughs> you know how demanding that is to be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. it's good to know how to change your oil, I guess, but and know some basic stuff. But that's about it. It's like kind of like with investing. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll learn a little bit, throw some stuff in the ETF and the index funds. But how much? How much? going all in do i have to go with that stuff before it's taking time away from what i need to do here you know right so and i I think that's one of the reasons why i'm really hesitant extremely hesitant about the next job uh just above broke uh as (laughs) entrepreneurs and cars says uh 
you know, it's just like, it's such a tough one right there. And I'm pretty jaded. I'm pretty jaded because the last couple jobs I had, uh, the, you know, certain, I didn't like the structure. There's certain, the way it was, you know, I was talking about with the, with the friend before the, the big lockdown and everything. I felt there was a real loss of empathy and, um, and caring between coworkers, like not everybody, but I, it, it was a, it was a vibe I felt like mm-hmm. people just didn't really necessarily care how you were doing. Uh, they didn't care what your your stories are about or where you're from or where you're going. There's a real loss of that I, I could feel, you know. And it's just like, well, you know, we're at these little rinky I call these rinky dink <laughs> rinky dink jobs or jobs you have to do to pay the bills, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, we're here doing this rinky dink job. We might as well enjoy it and get to know each other. You do a good job. Sure. First. But after that, once you get the hang of it, let's, let's, you know, let's enjoy it. Let's have, let's have some fun. Let's, you know, get to know yeah. each other a little bit. Let's have some yeah. little bit of camaraderie. And I Spending felt that was time together. Totally yeah. missing, totally missing. And, um, yeah, so I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what uh, paths are, are going to help, you know, fulfill me in that area if I take another J-O-B. If, if that, if, am I chasing something that doesn't exist anymore as far as that goes, you know? Um, so it's tough. I mean, it's, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I, at a certain point, you got to be like, enough is enough is enough. I just, this is what I've been meant to do. Let me just go all in and do it. I get it. You know? Uh, yeah. Well, it's okay to muster up. It's all very well and good to muster up that internal voice to say, this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Just suck it up. And, and uh, like Spartacus says, a man who does not accept his, or a man must accept his fate or be destroyed by it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But that's that's all well and good. You can have this nice little hurrah, this conversation, this victory conversation in your mind. You're making the decision to, yeah, to to get rid of those hopes and dreams and just buckle down and do the job you were given. Yeah. That's all very good. Until two days later when you're at that job and it sucks, you know? Yeah. And you're like, well, no, I can't just do this the rest of my life. This sucks. And, you know, you're in this ever, you're in a uh, loop. Right. Loop, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of people can stay, you know, I, I, I call this the NPC syndrome. <laughs> I've talked about this before. They just they just stay in that like that's it. Uh, uh, this is what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. And why should there be any, anything else? I'll go home. I'll I'll, I'll watch uh, the Netflix. I'll play the video games. I'll resign myself to this job. And yeah, I'll move up a little bit, but that's gonna be it. And it's like I've never see. I've always had more. You know, my, my goals and dreams have been like, you know, I want to have my own comic and make a living off that. I want to, I want to make and create the movies I want to, uh, you know, I'd love to watch in my head. You know, those are the, the, the big two. 
the big two. You know, the stand-up comedy came a lot later, and I'm not as passionate about that as the other two. But it's fun to kind of play with it and go out there and do it once in a while. I'll still kind of do that here and there. But um, those two things are like, those are extremely, to me, it seems like, I mean, those those can definitely be done. People do them, but it's a lot more ambitious and a lot harder than say, okay, go to school uh, four years, you know, study your ass off. Okay, you failed the test. Take it again take it again, take it again. And okay, you pass, you know, and then you, then you, you know, you get in and you do it. And it's like, you know, making it as a film director, making it as a comic book artist, there's, it's like looking for the Holy grail. <laughs> it's extremely ambitious to me, you know, but right. what are you going to do that? We're put on this earth. It's like, you might as well have a, have a, a bodacious goal, you know? Um, and I know it doesn't seem maybe to some people it doesn't seem like that that hard, but it's it's it, the road of the, the creative artist. It, it can be very kind of abstract at times. It can be very like, am I on the right path? Am I, you know? And it's, it's, I think it just comes back to come back to doing the work. Keep keep drawing. Keep practicing your your craft. Keep making things. Yeah. You know, because you can't For go sure. wrong there because you're making yourself better more. Whether I, you know, I do another panel, I work on my anatomy a bit more, or whether I shoot a short film, narrative film that makes some kind of sense, um, or I study about, you know, uh, making films, it's going to make me better. Yeah, so it's not waste of time, you know. And you're right. Keeps you sharp. Put in the repetition. Right. Uh, repetition is the king in my, I mean, repetition is how you get mastery. Right. Yeah. I think, but and I think how? a lot of people don't want to do repetition. I, 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 you know, it's like the drawing thing. It's like people just want to go from A to B without, you know, put in the, any kind of work at all. And it's like, well, you got to put some kind of work to have some kind of improvement. <laughs> right. And that, I mean, that's why it's special when you're good at it because you paid for it with work. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why, that's why there's groupies for everything. There's a, you know, there's men and women groupies that, uh, that, you know, mm -hmm. go to a Paul McCartney show back in the day and there's, a thousand women, you know, uh, like, what's the right word? I wouldn't say drooling, but you know what I'm saying. Getting talking. excited. There's groupies. Yeah, they're groupies. There's groupies yeah. for everything. There's groupies for skateboarding. There's groupies for video games. There's yeah. groupies for, for, you know, gardening. There's gr groupies for everything. So you just, but you just got to get good at one of those things and there will be, a community around you. There's groupies and there's comrades and everything. So you just get good at something and that's how you fit in. Yeah. It helps you fit in. It doesn't mean you have to be good at something, but it helps. Yeah. It helps when you can show up, when you can fill in at a softball game with your cousin and you're, you hit a home run. Everyone's happy in that they, that you showed up. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah, and I think the key is, you know, it, 
part of that is what it's like vision. It's like what do you see in your head about what why are you passionate about this particular thing? Oh, it's because I, I've developed this I see these things in my head, this I see this character, I see this this thing happening in this scene. And it's like you really start to you see it so clear. It's kinda of like that athlete's thing where they, they envision something, you know, like again and again and again. And it's just like I just it it becomes it, it, it's almost like this needs to come out and, and exist. I think we talked about this before, where if you, it was in your head and then you write it down, there's a kind of reality to it now. Whereas before, it's just kind of in your head, well, it's not, does it doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, to me it does, but until you commit to putting in, in this realm in some kind of form, you know, it's it's always going to be kind of floating around and people won't see that and see that to me, that drives that drives, you know, the storytelling, you know, that getting passionate about that, like this needs to to exist. Right. Because I see it so clearly and uh, for it not to exist, it's kind of it's a real crime. It's like uh, Robert Robert E. Howard, who wrote Conan, he envisioned uh, Conan. Uh, behind him with the sword and he's like if you don't tell these tales i'm gonna cut your head off (laughs) Uh, i always love that analogy i I kind of feel the same way with my character rage you know it's like you don't tell these tales you know i'm gonna get really pissed and tear you apart you know and i uh, love it i love it that's perfect yeah man so that drives me that that drives me mad too but it does definitely drives me you know and uh, I think that might be another reason why I, I think that, you know, I've, I've been blessed with some good health. I mean, I had some I had some really nasty bouts of the stomach flu when I was, you know, a, a teenager and, and a kid. But I think I've been pretty healthy. And I think that's part of it, too, is that drive and that vision to see these things through. Um, now, whether God allows me to do that or not is, is kind of up to me and, and, and his will. But I definitely think that's a driving force. You know, it creates another thing in me to want to succeed and, and get these things accomplished, you know. So, yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird, the drive to get something done, to make your mm-hmm. mark. But is it really about making your mark or is it really just about proving yourself wrong, proving your self-worth to yourself? For me, that's yeah. part of the battle. It's just like, because you, I don't, I don't know how to describe it more than that. I, uh, yeah. It's uh, like, it's like, it's like, it's like you have this imagination and it's so vibrant. And then you have reality and it's the opposite. Yeah. I'm not saying reality is that bad or anything. I'm just saying your imagination is leaps and bounds more amazing. Yeah. And you're like, for me, it's just like, can I bring reality to that? If, if, if the black dot is reality and the red dot is my imagination and all of its wonders and, uh, beautiful visions, can I bring the black dot to meet the red dot? Yeah, is that yeah. possible? 
that's that's cool. That's a neat way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's some people that say, yeah, you can do that. You know, we're living in uh, we're living in a dream. You just have to believe, and uh, every day just uh, believe and uh, really just drive it home. You know, that's right. what our affirmations are for. And, uh, you know, part of that, and that ties into the everyday journaling, kind of like the everyday podcasting. You know, it's 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 hardcore, but it's, a, it's you know, hey, what's more important than creating that, that reality, that affirmation, that, you know, bringing that to be, uh, that, ex- that thing in existence, you know, Um yeah, and who's who's stopping you? You know, is anyone getting in your way and saying, "No, you can't do that"? Yeah, no, no, no. So the only thing, well, there's one, the only thing one that's person. annoying is uh, is just like, well, you gotta you gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you definitely gotta eat, and you gotta pay the roof over your head in one in one form or another. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's coming to terms with those two realities, you know. That's just that's a tricky one, you know. But and all the subscriptions that I sign up for, <laughs> but by the end of the year, I don't realize how many of them there are. <laughs> one the of the best things, that, yeah, yeah, the subscriptions. Oh, it's only twelve bucks a month. Oh, really? Now times that by ten subscriptions, mm-hmm. and you're like. That, there goes my vacation. I could go. I could fly to Hawaii with all that money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, shoot, don't I got um, I got the Amazon Prime. Um, I, I, let's see what else I got. I got Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> and oh, you one do that? More, I think you Ta- know. Go ahead. What's that about? Oh, they send you. I just kind of got fed up with like always trying to have to go out to buy a, a new razor, you know. And it's just like I always feel like, gosh, it's so expensive. Or I'll get the disposables, and they'll do, do, do they'll be okay for a while. Then I'll buy some shitty disposable ones, and it's like, oh, that, you know. So I got into the Dollar Shave Club, and it's like it's ten, like nine bucks a month. They they mail it to you, yeah, and they keep mailing you these cartridges and each cartridge has like five of these razors in them. And, you know, uh, and I'm, I don't have to go searching for a damn razor, but again, it's a monthly thing. Um, and once you get to the end, once you have enough cartridges, you're like, okay, you cancel it. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good for a year. <laughs> uh, nice. I'm not getting paid. Damn it. I, you know, I should be getting paid for that, that little, you know, plug, but, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that, has they, it been, has it been good to you though? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they're good razors. They they it's it's like I think it's got three blades on it, and so it just does an excellent job every time, and you feel really, you know, really smooth and everything. And so, a good shave matters. Sometimes it, it does. Little things like that, it kind of brings you up, makes you feel on top of your game a little bit more. So, and I'm not a guy that likes to shave a lot. I like to have, you know, a gruffy, you know, stubble most of the time. But, you know, it's a great shave once I do. So, 
Um, but anyway, I think we're getting off, off track a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things I've decided to do as far as like monthly, you know, taking that overhead to you know, yeah. bring it down is getting a track phone. And I what's was, that? A, a track phone. It's like you, you buy the cards with the, with the monthly minutes. Yeah. And I'm paying like, it's like 54 bucks a month for unlimited data and talking, but it's like, I really don't talk to that many people on the phone anymore to justify paying 50 something a month. And I could just pay 20, you know, get a card for $20 a month and I have data and the day I, I use Wi-Fi most of the time for the phone. So that doesn't cost anything besides the internet that's already, you know, being paid for. So it's like, wow, like I could really cut that down and use that money, you know, to pay off the London reel <laughs> or put that in savings or, you know, what have you invest that the difference, you know? Uh, yeah. So something to, for me to ponder. Cause it's like, I don't talk that much to people. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, that's not maybe, I don't know, that's not bad, maybe not good, but I, not as much as I used to, you know, to justify sure. it. Like, I'm on the phone with hours, hours, like, all the time. Like, I mean, maybe part of it's because I, maybe part of it's because I don't have a girlfriend, but still, even then, I would factor in, like, I don't think I'd be, I really, the 50-something a month, I don't think it's justified, even if I was talking a little bit more, you know. So, yeah. So there you go. Well, if I can, if I can recommend Visible, I would recommend it. It is a good deal. It's prepaid. You can buy phones from them. Hmm. You can buy smartphones. And you can get on a family plan, or it's a group plan with random strangers. They don't have your info. But you can get on, if you get on one of those group plans on their website, it's 25 bucks a month unlimited text, unlimited data. Yeah. So you can, uh, so yeah, I mean, if 25 bucks is, and if you get someone to join, it's five bucks a month that month. So you could get a new person to join every Uh. month. I'm, I'm, I don't care if you join or not. I'm just saying it's nice because there's no contracts. You it's prepaid. So if you don't pay your phone shuts off, right? It's not like, there's no one year contract, but you get to use the same iPhone that or whatever phone you like. Yeah. And it's only it's only twenty five bucks a month. Good deal. Way yeah. better than so I don't know. Just throwing it out there for you yeah. if you didn't know about it. I found out about it because I was hunting for a new phone a couple right. months ago. And in my research I found out about Visible. It's Verizon owns it, so it's not like oh, I love okay. Verizon or anything, but at least they don't get you into a contract. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, well, that, that's, you know, that's pretty much track phone. It's like, it's not a contract either. You just get the cards and it carries over to the next month. But I like what you said about like, if you get someone else on the thing, you only pay. So your bill comes to like $5 if you get somebody five else on to- the thing. If, if I could get you to sign up, my bill would only be $5 next month. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. 
So it's a little pyramid schemey, but hey, it's just the, the group plan alone that you can get on a family plan with random strangers. Yeah. And they have fun little message boards, I think, where it's like you can team up with people that, that have similar interests to you. Not that you're going to get to know these people or anything, but uh, you're on their plan. You're on a plan with them. So, okay. It, which means it will bring your cost down to 25 bucks a month. Which is pretty good. It's pretty good for all, all you can use internet. And yeah. Data and yeah, texting excellent. and stuff. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, let me see how the track phone goes, you know, for a little while. Cause I already bought the phone, you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to join visible. I was just making the point. <laughs> right. But yeah, if you do, okay. go through me, you know, five hours. Yeah. You know, we're we're giving these companies all this. Uh, you know, I feel we should be getting paid right here. We're, I know we're pimping their their products here for them. Um, yeah, let's get back on track. Let's get on. We got you know, we'll give another ten or fifteen minutes or so. Um, uh, I was talking about the other day on late night. I go, you know, there's some kind of importance to doing making something with your hands. You know. Yes physically and i was thinking about you i was thinking like you working on on, on the um what you might call it the not the spa but the sauna the sauna yeah the sauna and you're making the saunas and there's just something about the feeling of uh working on something physical and and finishing it and satisfaction that comes from that that I think what that maybe is that you think that's inherently a male thing, not to be sexist, but maybe women feel this too. What do you, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, women feel it too for sure. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. No, no I th- I think there's I think there's male dominated crafts, uh-huh. which doesn't meet. I think that's more a cause of. I think women could equally get into carpentry if the situation was right. Yeah. I mean, but I think like Omina loves making things with her hands. She just right. all kinds of, they're just more crafty. I think that's what it is. I think yeah. general in general, I'm not, I'm generalizing here mm-hmm. and I might even be wrong with my generalizations, but women often have a touch they have a touch that men don't have. They have, sure. uh, like, just look at their handwriting. I don't know if you, oh, if yeah. you believed, realized this growing up. Like, you could always tell when you looked at the stack of papers, you could tell who had, who the female was and the male just from the writing. Oh, totally. The handwriting. That's a great point. Yeah. Although my, my handwriting, I always took great care in. <laughs> my, mine's a little bit more neater. I can't, I think that's the artist in me, you know, but yeah, I, I totally get your point. Most of the time, like I looked at my friend's handwriting, a lot of, there's a lot of sloppy handwriting out there. I'm like, yeah, she's like, you didn't care at all. Guy. You're just like throwing this stuff together. And, but I did notice, yeah, you're right. I'll, you know, a lot of the, the female uh, students, the nicer handwriting, loopier. You know, they make their loopers loops a little bit wider in the cursive. Um, it just it looks nicer. You're right. You know? That's great. And great it, look, it looks it that. looks 
female. Mm-hmm. It just looks nicer. It looks yeah. like a pretty. It looks pretty. Yeah. Compared to a <laughs> compared to yeah. a guy with nice handwriting, it looks handsome. It's just um. So yeah, I think that applies to crafts too. Like a woman can make because you know I think generally they have smaller fingers. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can they can they're it's less about strength, so there's more emphasis on this little thing. Yeah. Um, guys, you know they want to move big amounts of resources together, like big wood and steel. Right. And look, wi- women can do all of that too, and they're just as good if they apply themselves to it. Uh, I don't think there's a difference other than, you know, maybe a guy just generally can move those heavy materials around a little bit easier. Uh-huh. And I don't know, maybe there's just, there is a predisposition for guys to do, you know, concrete work uh-huh. and metal work, just it's heavy materials and your body is maybe a little bit more conditioned for it. Whereas a, a female is really good just with, I don't know, you might shoot me for this, but like weaving things and uh-huh. painting and intri- you know, s- intricate details of things that they get, they're just really sure. good at. So, you, but anyways, off the subject, I think women love making things with them, their hands. I know several female artists just growing up and like Nina, Ken's uh, girlfriend she paints every day. She loves painting with, and she's using her hands. Yeah. I mean, she, it, it gives her great joy and fulfillment, I believe. So I think that it's equal 50, 50 split okay. in my opinion, if I had to guess, but I don't, I don't think you intended on going down that rabbit hole. No, no. Just, what, what do you mean? Um, I'm just kind of like, I just feel sometimes, you know, and I, 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 I paint and draw as well, but I feel like there's a different thing going on with physical, like, uh, like for example, I was working on this cart. I was, it was like a problem solving thing where I had to open this door on this cart, but it was jammed Mm -hmm. by these two, uh, shelves. Right. And I was trying to get something, put my hand in there to move these shelves up so it can unlock the door but I just couldn't I couldn't do it I couldn't get enough leverage so I said I had to use my brute rage strength <laughs> and I, I said you know fuck it and I ripped, yeah. I pulled back the door but it did the trick and it got it open and uh, I didn't you know there was some little bit of damage I'm not saying that we shouldn't do this like blunt force to our problems but in this instance, I think it was just what it need, the situation needed, and I was able to put the the, the rods back into the holes of the, where the, the the hinges were, because most of it's made of wood, and I put the shelves back on and they held, and I'm just thinking I'm like wow there's something, you know I spent like maybe twenty twenty five minutes on that but I felt there was something very satisfying about solving that problem that was very physical. Uh, and very, there's before and definite and after of like solving this thing with my hands and my, 
uh, my my force of will <laughs> that I haven't yeah. felt in a long time. Like, what is that? It's like there's something in our bodies that wants to do that, I think. I felt like on a, on a kind of another level, and this is when I was working my sales job, you know, where I was just standing behind a, a pretty much a small podium all day. I felt like this, my body was trying to say something like, hey, we need to do something more physical. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I'm like telling you, I'm like, hey, man, I work out. I, I go to the gym. What else do you want from me? But it's like, it's like, no, we need to do something physical. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. you know, I'm having this conversation with my body. <laughs> you know, what is it you're trying to tell me here? What, you know? And, and I think about, you know, I do drawing and I do the painting and that that is good. But it's like there's something that's in the DNA that is, you know, like like you're like you're doing, like uh, doing some making something that's uh, that you could live in or, or you could be inside of for a little while. I think there's some different thing going on there that I guess that's my point. Do you, mm-hmm. do you agree or do you think it, maybe it's just like, I don't know. think no there's i agree uh i don't know what it is though yeah so yeah but i think there's great joy with building things with your hands putting things together with your hands Yeah. yeah definitely i think that seems more to me that's more of a like almost a spiritual thing like that's a connection with the mind and the creative energies um whereas i think that might be slightly different than the problem solving one two three this goes here that goes there and if we do this and pull this and a little bit over there then that problem solved i think they're like both different parts of our brain like different parts are that are being used you know i think maybe that's i maybe that's what it is Maybe it's like we're out of balance somehow if we're not doing this, these problem-solving physical things. Or say we're doing too much of those problem-solving physical things. Well, where's the art? Where's the spirit? Where's the you know, spiritual? Where's the umph? Where's the mind-body connection to making something beautiful or telling a beautiful story? You know, it's like those two sides of our psyche or brain or however you want to put it or kind of at they're trying to get into a kind of zen balance of some sort you know right but uh yeah that i that's that's an interesting thing you know it's something to think about um it's not talked about a lot so i i think i'm i'm coming to some kind of an odd conclusion about it thank you so yeah very good so, yeah. Uh, have you seen any UFOs? <laughs> Not to change subjects, but have you seen any UFOs as I'm late? <laughs> I've had not not since okay. my last story with you. Yeah, that nope. was a great story, by the way. That was a good one. Um, I was just gonna say I haven't seen any of this this year. I'm disappointed. I haven't seen any accidentally or nothing odd. I'm, I'm, I'm like, what gives? I'm like looking up, you know, I, I get outside the door 
Um, there's a big tree. I always kind of go over to the tree and I just stop and I look up in the sky and see if there's one floating around. Nothing at all. Out of, so that in itself is, is very strange. Like why were there so many that I saw last year, the year before that compared to now there's like nothing going on. So that's really eerie in itself, you know, cause I know, you know, I know what I saw and it's like, I know the difference between, you know, a helicopter and an airplane going through the air at night or during the day, as opposed to a thing good moving around it in a regular pattern or a very odd thing in the, in the sky, you know? So I don't know. It's the year's not over yet. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens here, you know. But I like that story you told me. That was that was something else. Well, if you want, you could always try that uh, CE5 app. Oh right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. That worked for me. That worked. Uh, I was in a group of people, and we all saw the same thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's weird. I don't really like doing it because I don't know what forces I'm playing with. Right. I'd rather just see one. Sure, without having to tap into something you might might yeah. regret eventually. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I mean if they really want to make contact with me why just flash a light on and off a couple times? Like mm-hmm. they gotta know if they're the these smart beings, they've got to know that that's not enough. Yeah. That's not enough. I need a little more from you. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm not scared. If you just give me a little bit more. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, just give me a little bit more info than a blinking light in the sky. Okay. I did some meditation with some people. We played yeah. the tones. And then a, a light blinked in the sky a couple times. Okay. Well, that doesn't give me anything other mm-hmm. than a blinking light in the sky. Like, you want, you want me to reach out to this, uh, loving ci- civilization? Yeah. Play, come a little closer, play a little sound, get in my head, say something. Right. You know. A blinking light's not enough. I need more. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep doing this if you're just giving me a blinking light. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. I guess maybe some people would be, you know, maybe some people don't believe me that I saw a blinking light and a blinking light to them would be a big deal. But it wasn't a big deal. I saw a blinking light in the sky after doing the protocol. On, off, on, off. And then it was over. Now what? Now I go tell people that I saw a blinking light in the sky? Okay. Now what? Yeah, you're like, what is that? Yeah, right. So I need more. Yeah. And I don't really feel like keep doing it because I feel like what if it's, 
what if the app is just a CIA app and it's connected to a satellite in the sky that <laughs> when I play, when I play the certain tones on the app, it sends a signal to the satellite to blink its light. So it thinks that we think there's a aliens and then it gets us all obsessed with this subject. Meanwhile, we could be doing something else with our life instead of uh, <laughs> playing with their little toy that they are tricking us with. Well, you could do, you could do the Google test and, and look into the app, Google the app and see, you know, what's behind it. And if, if, if nothing comes up about what you're saying, uh, there's a chance that it might not be, but there's always a small chance it could be a, a slight conspiracy about the satellite. It's possible, you know. It's that's still that's pretty pretty neat. Still kind of wild, but it's possible. Um, it is. It's still cool. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. It, it, at a certain point, the hype. You lose the hype, and you need a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, that's that's kind of what I'm uh, I, I'm I'm alluding to. It's once you see, once you see the UFOs, especially the the amount that I've seen in the last couple of years, and then the stone from nowhere, and then my and then up my mom talking about Bigfoot up north and hearing the noises. I'm like, well, damn it! It's like I want I want more, <laughs> and every suddenly everything stops. This year, like that's strange. Like, what? First of all, what's so special about the last few years, as opposed to all the years before that, um, where it's like, oh yeah, it would be cool to see a few. I wonder if I'm ever going to see a UFO, you know? And, and and all of a sudden, okay, here here's some weird stuff. I'm like, wow, why then? What was the significance? And why can't I see them more? You know, it's. Yeah, it, it it is kind of a. It's it's kind of like it it leaves you itching for I want I want more I want more of a an answer I want more of a. I want I want there to be more like kind of, I guess that's what it is, you know. I don't know. It's one of those things. I I don't think we could put proper words to it. You know. Um, I think part of it, it's like you get sick of um, the predictability, the illusion and predictability of life. And, and when you do see something out of the ordinary or experience something like that, it's like you really want to look into it and be like, well, what, what, what am I missing here? What, how can life yep. be a little bit more interesting? You know? Yep. You know, and I, I totally, and you know, people thinking, well, He's just say he just saw that stuff because he wants something out of the ordinary to happen to talk about, and that's not true. It's not true at all. It's like this, every those things that I saw, those UFOs were clear as day. They were in this reality as anything else, as a plane in the sky or the sun. It was that definite, you know. And like I said, you know, if they're living on Earth for so many years seeing enough helicopters and planes you know what's out of the ordinary what isn't you just do you know so i agree yeah yeah man uh, that's some wild stuff you saw i hope i can't wait for your next story 
and your next the next occurrence, whatever that's going to be. I'm, I'll look at yeah, I mean, that, I'd... but I don't know. I'll, may, I'll maybe I'll, I'll take your advice, but I'm curious about it at least, you know. Uh, it's yeah. If you're curious about it, it'd be fun to see what your um, results are. Yeah, and it'd be fun to uh, like go to Mount Shasta. Oh, hot. There, there's a bunch of hot spots that we could go to. Mount Shasta's got me a little freaked out because of the missing 401 stuff. <laughs> if we do that, we better have a transponder and maybe a good old pistol. We'll, we'll, we'll stay together too. <laughs> we'll stay together. Don't don't yeah. go outside to take a piss when I'm not watching. You know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of whole lot of crazy stuff on Mount Shasta happens, for sure. Yeah, there's something going on there, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm gonna start writing down the UFO experiences and the, the weird stuff and into a little journal, and uh, I'd like to see something else, something else happen. Um, again, I'm not, I'm not worried about you know, being abducted because my room is so full of stuff that the UFOs, the aliens trip over. It's so stuffy in it. There's no way they're going to get, <laughs> it's like booby trapped with uh, DVDs and books. It's like, they're like, Oh my gosh, how does he do it? Like <laughs> they'd knock over the projector. It's like, come on. It's, it's, I'm not that I'm not too worried about that. I mean, unless the only time I'm worried if like something like that is I hear all these stories about people that look up at the UFOs and they get abducted, they let it fly over them, and, or they're in their car and they get out of the car and they stop and watch it. Well, I'm like well, you're just asking to be abducted, then you know it, it's like they yeah. go out of their way from all these stories here to be abducted, you know. Um, so not too not, not worried about that. I I think I think that that has occurred on some level, maybe not as often as we think, but I think it has happened. Um but that's my reality. Not everyone has to agree with that. I'm totally cool with that. Um that's just my personal opinion. Um but yeah, I I don't I just have a feeling that I'm 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 okay. I don't think that's that's going to happen, but it would be cool to see some you know another more unexplainable thing in the sky it would be fun you know that's all i'm saying i mean i'd go with the app i yeah. think it it's yeah. your best bet if you're trying to initiate something mhm yeah because why 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 me you know when i was outside um, of the movie theater why was it me like i didn't hear any reportings about it as soon as i looked at those three spheres in the sky they blinked out in sequence one two three so they're watching me it seems like when i look for them i don't see them but when i'm not looking for them and they're my peripheral or something then i spot them you know so i think that's part of it you know mm -hmm. they like to watch they like to be the observed like once you start going out to look for him i think they know and they it's like oh he's on to us it's like let's just take it easy for a bit could be could be that but 
Well, let's 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 wrap this one up. We got an hour and fifteen here. Uh, nice. Anything else you wanted to get off your chest? Talk about? No, nah, I'm good. I, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Good talking as usual. Yeah, it's been a little while, um, but I know you've been getting in getting in shape. You know, getting your new regimen. <laughs> it's been pretty hardcore. I commend you for that. You know. I'm uh, I'm stoked about it. Yeah. Uh, well, we can go into health, fitness, another episode. Yeah, that that's a whole other thing because that's it seems like you're making some hardcore, uh, even hard more hardcore changes because you know in your life as far as far as all that. So again, or maybe you can have me on Dedon. You can, we can talk about that, or uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, man. All right. So I think we're going to wrap it up and call it a night. And thanks for coming on. It's awesome. It's been a while. So, yeah. Sounds good. Chris. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Everyone, right, Life. Take care. Out. Yep. You got it. All right, everybody. Going to wrap it up. And here. Thanks everybody for listening. I see a lot of you jumped on. Uh, a little shout out. I see Woody Bush there. Uh, I see it's Doomsday Podcast. Thanks for listening. Freedom Seeker. Uh, filthy, filthy break. Says, sup. Sup. How you doing? Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to start checking out some more podcasts on here. I got a whole list uh, that was recommended to me, and I'm going to go check some of those out. Long days, pleasant nights, everybody, and – 